Hey, welcome to the Kitchen Table Chronicles. I'm Kia. And I'm Mama Wendy. And we are here with Mikey. Hello. And she's still pregnant. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> How's your week, Ma? Awesome. Everything was great and yours. It's been good. It's been good. What about yourself, Mikey? Great. Okay, well, that's good. You know, thank you guys for sticking with us. We took last week off because I was on the Honestly Adoption podcast mm-hmm. um, with Mike and Kristen Berry. I had such an awesome time. I was I was just so, so glad to be up on their show. And if you guys hadn't had a chance to listen to that podcast, you can always go on Raising Cultures because I posted a link up. So without further ado, let's pull up a seat to the kitchen table. Yes. Because we are talking about colorism and racism today. I had posted something on Raising Cultures and it it did have something to do with colorism because that was the question that I had gotten. And I was reading the comments and I was like, oh, wait a minute. Why are people confused about what colorism is? You know, and I know that when you don't deal with it, you know, right. you might have an ignorance to it or you might not understand what it is, but it's not racism. And that's what a lot of the comments were. Oh, okay. you know, colorism is just racism towards your own race. No, that that's a huge difference. There's a difference. And so we was going to get into that a little bit today. Mm-hmm. Um, But what I wanted to talk about was... You're not a darker complected person, Ma. I mean, what right. what would you consider yourself as far as your skin tone? Like, what would you consider your skin tone to be? I don't know. Just uh, I'm a yeah, I'm a lighter virgin, but just a uh, brown skin. Mm-hmm. I'm you know I'm a lighter version of y'all, but I wouldn't. I'm still black. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, you know, it's all shades. It's all shades. Right. All shades of black. You, uh, caramel. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, yeah, so I'm going to say caramel and pecan. And <laughs> okay, just not chocolate. Just not, not chocolate. <laughs> right, right. And um, what about you, Mikey? Like, what would you consider your oh, skin? Oh, I'm dark. I'm mm-hmm. dark skin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And I consider myself to be a darker complected person, too. And, you know, I thinking about our own family dynamics and um, the cousins, our family, mm-hmm. my mom and her sisters, she, you're the you are the darkest sister. Right. And you're not even a darker complected person. Right. And then you have our aunts who are very uh, fair toned, mm-hmm. almost they can almost pass for Caucasian. Right. You know, yeah. it, one of them can yeah. really pass yeah. for Caucasian. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. To, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, my grandma, who's, uh, she is part Native American. Yes. And she, you know, she she's very lighter mm-hmm. complected mm-hmm. as well. Yes. And so, we are the darker, your kids are the, the darkest dark, cousins right. yeah. and, dark, you know, yes. um, darker family members. Mm-hmm. And so, I, I mean, Mikey, growing up, how did you feel about seeing like all of our cousins are very lighter skinned? Um, you know, yeah. like I never paid attention to that, mm-hmm. I guess, growing up because 
I, when we was growing up, it really wasn't a problem. Like I guess you could say so. Like it didn't it didn't bother me or really dawn on me that like we us yeah. we are actually darker than everybody in our family. Right. Yeah. So, but that really never really dawned on me to hear lately. Right. You know. So. And that was one of the things that I had a conversation with someone else because in their family, they are also the darker, mm-hmm. you know, the darkest person. And she was like, you know, it was always an issue. You, she mm-hmm. was always being compared to the lighter skinned um, cousins or her, you know, her lighter, you know, lighter skinned people in her family. And she was just kind of made to feel like the black sheep, you know, and all of these things. And I was like, you know what? I, our family never, never put an emphasis never, on never, which is why you you all you wouldn't have even felt no type of way because that's not how you were viewed. Right. And if a family member is viewing another family member such as, then what do they think that the world is going to do? See, that's that's you know that's part of what happens in the world. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't expect for your family to ridicule you or to. Mm-hmm. You know, talk you down because you are you are lighter complexion or a darker complexion. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're you're family. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know that you know love supersedes everything. So when when she says that, actually, all my kids are the darker complexion of all um all of our all of the, are lighter. yes mm-hmm. right and but yet you all never was made felt any different ever ever not in you know of course not in our family and right. like you i never you know uh felt any type of way right. within our family you know i'm so thankful for that because families yes. are divided yes by colorism yeah, exactly and you know it wasn't until i was in school right right where i felt that oh okay well my skin tone is mm-hmm. a problem but why you know uh, why is my dark skin anybody else's business? Right, or right. why are you so offended by my dark skin? Mm-hmm. You know, why do you hate my dark skin? And then the the problem was it wasn't just white people, right? Mm-hmm. You know, or Hispanic people or Asian. It was people within. Your Your own own community, you know, people within your same race. And then that's where colorism come in because colorism by definition is prejudice or discrimination against um, an individual with darker skin tone, usually within the same ethnic group. Mm -hmm. So you are being prejudiced or discriminating against me based on my skin tone, but you're also black. Mm-hmm. But you're just lighter complected. Right. And racism is prejudice or discrimination directed against someone of a different race mm-hmm. based on the belief that your race is superior right. and mm-hmm. have power right, right. over another race. Right. Yeah. So when we Color- talk about colorism, we don't put that superiority. Right. right. Because at the end of the day, we know we're all in the same boat. Right. And right. We black. So, Regardless. you know, we're yeah. all in that same boat. But if we're talking about racism, race. right. right. When we're talking about racism. Mm-hmm. We're talking about you hating me, not because I'm light skin, dark, dark skin, skin, or just, just because, because I'm a whole black, different color. And you believe that your race is superior, more superior than, than mine. mine. 
So you can't talk about racism without talking about superiority and power. Right. You know, that's just that. Um, And so colorism is not racism and racism is not colorism. Right. But getting into um, a conversation that me and Mikey had the other day was about her baby who's not here yet. And we are patiently awaiting Mm -hmm. uh, majesty to come on. Right now. But we were talking about, you know, the possibility of her being a darker complected baby because Mikey's darker complected and so is um, uh, the baby's daddy. And so it's a possibility that Majesty could be darker complected. Mm-hmm. And right. so we were talking about that. And then go ahead and tell me, you know, the comment that you... Oh, um, I was just making a comment that... um, Me personally, I hope that I have a chocolate baby. I just, you know, mm-hmm. it's just... I love the melanin, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was told by someone that um, I better hope that I have a light-skinned baby. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Like, that don't even make sense. Like, why would I want a light-skinned baby? Like, and why, why would why? you better hope, hope that, that you I have a light-skinned baby? Yeah, like, why, why can't she just be dark like a mom and be fine? Right. You know what I'm saying? But, so, apparently, like, colorism... It's still out there. I mean, well, mm-hmm. racism, colorism, it's two different things, but it's still there. And I'm like, why can't she just be chocolate or dark of a dark complexion? Why mm-hmm. do I, I need a light-skinned child? Right. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. apparently, like, it's, like, it's a What was thing. the response? What was the person's response when you, you know, say, well, why... Well, I, I didn't... Actually, I didn't ask that question, but mm-hmm. I'm just like... You was pondering. Yeah, it. like... That makes no sense to me. Like, mm-hmm. light skin, dark skin, it don't matter. I'm going to love her, you know, either way it goes. But why should I hope that she's light skinned just to live in society? Mm-hmm. That makes no sense to me. Right. So, yeah. And, and you know, that's that has been such a huge, huge concern with a lot of parents mm-hmm. of, um, of, when they're pregnant and they're darker skinned and they say, you know, I hope my baby is lighter complected or I hope I don't have a dark skinned baby. And you like, but why? And in, in, in a sense, I can, I can possibly kind of see where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. Maybe because like as growing up, like when we were in school and stuff, it was always, Oh, you're real pretty to be a dark skinned girl mm-hmm. or, you know, everything was, to be dark skinned. Right. right. You know what I'm right. saying? I'm like, well, why can't I just be pretty? Right. Why I got to be to be You're a dark skinned girl? real pretty to be. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, but before then, you know, really before high school, like, I was called all kinds of stuff by black people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just because I was of darker, you know, Right. I mean, you had all those names. Yeah. Car baby. Yeah. It's soot, like, that's crazy. You, you, uh, darkest charcoal. Yeah. A blackest night. So, so some people mm-hmm. may now think, well, if if they do have a child, it is probably more of um little girls mm-hmm. because you don't you don't really hear that about little boys. You right. know what I'm saying? Like right. it doesn't matter if a little boy is dark skin or light skin. Right. But like with um little girls, typically it's like they have to be on the lighter the lighter scale to make it in the world or to. So, I don't know. I, I don't get it, but I don't know. But that that was a question that uh, that I would probably be. Now I know you know I would have been just like, well, why? Why would I? Uh, mm-hmm. 
hope for, wish for a, a, a light-skinned baby. baby, it makes no sense to me right. because uh, whatever God desi- desires for it, it's you know, gonna to be, that's, that's, uh, that's what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you, but that speaks a lot to that person's experience. Right. You know, I mean, yeah, is so she a darker skin they, or is he yes, a darker skin yes, person? actually darker than me. Okay. And so, you know, that speaks to, to their own experiences. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, they've probably experienced something totally... You know, of course, me and you are both dark skinned too, mm-hmm. and I know we've had our own experiences, but their experience could be totally different because they are a shade darker than us. I mean, that's true, yeah. And so they probably have said, well, yeah. you know, <laughs> you don't want to be dark skinned. You don't want your child to be dark skinned and have to deal with what you've dealt with right. or what I've dealt with. You know, <laughs> if she has a chance to be light skinned, then let her be that, you know. But that that you haven't healed, you right. know what I'm saying? You yeah. haven't right. you haven't accepted yourself. You haven't loved. You know you right. don't. Right. There's no self love. You know mm-hmm. you're trying to work on that, but it's still coming out. It's still showing. You know, and that's the problem where, you know that that is the issue. That's where colorism is continuing to be mm-hmm. a, a problem. It's continuing to be perpetuated, and it's it it, it has to stop. But mm-hmm. we know that it won't. Right, and and that's sad. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's sad. I know that a lot of people have come into this new nuance of loving yourself and mm-hmm. your natural hair, mm-hmm. and you know, representation matters. And I believe and, that, yes. You know, and it's yeah. and that's great. And I hope it continues to go that way mm-hmm. because our um, you know, our black and brown kids, especially darker complected children, need to see that it's okay to love my dark skin mm-hmm. when so many other people mm-hmm. might have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. You know. Um but did you ever feel privileged, Ma, because you were a, a lighter you know, of a lighter complexion? Like did you feel like you had ever been discriminated for just because of the color of your skin? Or someone came at you in a prejudiced manner, or no, mm-hmm. no, um, I'm like like Mikey. I I've never experienced that as far as no. Like, she says she's never experienced it in in, in our family. family, right? Well, we outside, outside, right. outside yeah. of but family. see, I've not I've mm-hmm. never even experienced it neither inside or outside the family mm-hmm. as far as uh, somebody just. Talking about me being a lighter complexion or questioning me about my lighter complexion than my sisters or I, I I've never had that issue. Mm-hmm. It's never been an issue, but and see and and, and how old, I mean you're almost fifty five, five. right? And that speaks a lot to how America views darker mm-hmm. skin because of course we're in our thirties, right? And we both had that I mean I've had it happen recently. Right. Mm-hmm. Zarya's had it happen recently. Oh, and yeah, she's you yeah. know what I'm saying? And yeah. that by black people. Um and but and you've never dealt with that because you're not our complexion. Right. You know what I'm and saying? It's sad, you yeah. Know? yeah, yeah, yeah. To think about it like that. And, yeah. and and the crazy part about it is you're darker than all of your other sisters. Right. But but you still light enough yeah. to pass the paper bag right. test. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> still light enough to pass that paper bag test. Did you or the, you yeah. know that brown bag test that they had? And we'll we'll get into that um brown bag test when we come back from break. But 
um, did you ever feel like you needed to be as light as your sisters? Like, did you ever, because you were the darker sister? And I know Aunt Cherry is right there with a me. Little yeah, bit. yeah, but. Yes, but... And you know, that's I sitting here thinking about it right now as we discussed it. It no, mm -hmm. I've never ever because I, you know what, it has never been an issue in our family, right? So, mm -hmm. therefore, it has never been an issue with me, right? Now, if I, I guess if it had been an issue with our family or, or if we was going through that kind of change in our family, mm -hmm. then I would have had an issue or I had a reason to have a problem, right? But growing up, even to this day, I've never had a problem with nothing like that. Mm -hmm. uh, my sisters were, the, were lighter skin, but I never looked at them being lighter skin right. or I'm a darker complexion. They never looked at me. All we looked at is we were sisters and that's our mom. Right, <laughs> you right, know? right. It, we, No, mom just had the uh, variety of lighter and darker kids. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, but it never... I've never experienced that. I guess that could be a sad. Oh, you know, to think about. It, I guess that could be pretty sad. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. somebody uh, talk about you because the color of your skin calls you dark, mm -hmm. and I and, and, and really for your own race, mm -hmm. knowing that outside races is doing it is doing, and that that's bad enough to have you know another race to do it to you, but for your own race to just. I already know what you go through to to do it to you. That's that's not that's sad. For our they're not knowledgeable. It's right. like um with the women, if you weren't light skin, you weren't in. You know, like it, it, everything was about light skin, right, light right. skin, light skin. Mm -hmm. And I mean, but I don't understand because you got uh some beautiful dark skin black girls, just like you have beautiful light skin black girls. Mm -hmm. Not everybody is pretty. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, right. So yeah. No matter how dark or light yeah, you so are. Just because she's light skinned that doesn't make her pretty. Make her pretty. Right. No? Right. Because, exactly. right. because everybody has a different taste. Right. Exactly. You know, in male and female. It doesn't right. matter if you're light or darker. Everybody right. has it's a, different a different taste. taste. And what is it with this color thing? I don't know, but it's. Yeah, it's I mean, it, it is. It, it runs very rampant. And I, I mean,. You know, of course, like I said, after the after we come back from break, I will um, discuss my own situation with Zaria, my right. daughter. Um, uh, you know, as far as the situation with colorism mm -hmm. goes, and then we'll talk a little bit about the the brown paper bag test <laughs> after these messages. Okay, welcome back, welcome back. Okay, so. Mama, have you ever heard of the brown bag test? I have not. I'm not familiar with the brown bag test. Wow. And I, I, you know what? I guess, I mean, have you, Mikey? Mm -mm. Oh, okay. Well, maybe because I'm, you know, I'm always researching stuff that right. I've heard over the years and, you know, right. just trying to figure it out. Um, And it was, it was something that came up before. Mm -hmm. And I was like, why would somebody want to be compared to a brown bag? So right. I started doing research on it. And the the phrase brown bag was very used to be very offensive back in the day. Um, but it was used during racial segregation in the United States when deciding whether or not a black person was light enough to enter a private residence as a servant or would you go out into the in, in the oh, field wow. to, to pick cotton. You know, but then it got even 
it got even more advanced when black people start using it against other black people as an admittance to something like it was used as an admittance to like um churches or fraternities like the brown paper bag you know was a principle for like a test entrance like people in organizations would take the brown paper bag hold it against the person's skin and if they was light enough lighter than the skin then they were admitted <laughs> what yeah that's just tomfoolery and and you know i mean and that that's just the mindset of oppression right you know what i'm mm. saying i mean that's just mm -hmm. you know that oppression the gift they keep on giving honey i mean you can't even run from it right you know within your own community Sad. but you know that's just some of the things that hmm. unfortunately have been passed down yeah you know yeah. And, and luckily i of course i don't dare think people are using a paper brown i mean i think somebody will straight up rip a paper ba brown bag out right. of somebody's hand right. hand right there don't play with these gen z's right. and, and they ain't right now you might have got away with that with the baby boomers right. or <laughs> you know whatever but you know nowadays you know you don't try to put no brown paper bag up to my skin <laughs> and tell me that i can't be admitted into something because right. you know then that might cause a fight right. right you know i mean i think like you said i think it's foolish but that that was just the the way of life. That was just the cards that was dealt, and people. That's just the way it went then. Right. And it you know it's unfortunate, you know. But I guess you know I don't want I don't I don't want to say you know you're lucky not to have been darker skinned. You know I don't want to say that because I don't think that it's a curse right no right of course it's not it has nothing to do with luck it's just the ignorance of people right that's all that is just the ignorance mm -hmm. of people somebody actually took the time out of their day to judge mm -hmm. somebody's skin mm -hmm. that that who does that and why well because i mean it's it just has, you know it's, it had it started back then. It started right. with slavery. Yeah. Right. And then it just kind of It started with somebody ignorant. Right. Again. Again. It, it was right. somebody that was ignorant. That right. Took the time to say that somebody that's darker than this somebody. I don't want this dark somebody working in, in, in here. I want somebody about as light as you sitting at my table versus you Which, being this dark. You know. I mean, when you think about it, like, it's silly because like we are... Like, so against slavery and all this stuff. But you can take that from slavery and continue to use it. You know what I'm saying? But you're against slavery. But, okay, well, um, you will feel you good about your thing because I'm light-skinned, so I'm better than you. Mm -hmm. Be because. And it's not. <laughs> and you know what? And I don't necessarily think that people, we took it from slavery. It, that was given. That was something that was, like, you know, you that was a taught thing. And so, it right, was learned. Right, that's what I'm saying. But <laughs> it was learned. But mm -hmm. how can you, but you're still using it to this day, but slavery wasn't a good thing, so why was that learned? So, you say, okay, so slavery's not good, but because I'm light-skinned, I'm better in the than kitchen. you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, what's the difference? Like, well, yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying. Like, no, slavery wasn't good, and then we're talking about laws, bans, yeah. right? Rights, but in, in essence, even if they were light-skinned working in the kitchen, they were still slaves. True. They were yeah, still, they still they were slaves. slaves. They were treated better. 
as I said, you're still a black person. Mm -hmm. And while you're sitting there ridiculing your black people, guess what? If they were to line me and you up together, we're going to be holding hands, boo-boo. Singing, come by here, come, my lord. Come by y'all, my lord. Now you need me. <laughs> Let's stick together. Let's stick together. We're we got to do this. <laughs> you know, really though, I'm serious. You, yeah. That, that's, that's just quite yeah. crazy. But, you know, it is. And, you know, unfortunately, it's still a thing. And it's something that just like you have to teach your child, your African American son, mm -hmm. how to how to Be behave right. <laughs> when they are, you know, if they get pulled over by a police officer. It's exactly. the same way exactly. that I have to prepare my dark skinned child for the things that she might endure as a dark skinned woman. And it's sad, but it's true. It's true. And you have and I have to prepare her because I remember when Zaria was in um elementary school and of course she, she we she went to a predominantly white elementary school um and uh at times she was the only black child in her yes. class mm -hmm. and people would ask her why is your skin so dark mm -hmm. you know so she learned at an early age right. that my skin is dark no you know why is everybody asking me about my skin right i never told her but best believe the world gonna teach you that's mm -hmm. right that's right so you're gonna have to you know put some stuff down in them so when the world comes exactly. come no. exactly. then that's when she started I, you know she she wanted to wear hair down her that's back. right mm -hmm. she yeah. wanted it straight mm -hmm. i want my skin to be light too i want right. you know and it's like now wait a minute right right you know because even though i was dark skinned and remember those names that we talked about earlier mm -hmm. that we was called i never wanted to be other than my complete right like I've never right. wanted to right. be lighter skin. Never. Right. I haven't either. You know, I've always accepted Love that. Love the skin you're yeah, in. Yeah, you know. Exactly. And, but, and that was the time. We never was, we never was ridiculed. We right. never was um, shamed right. in our family or anything exactly. like that. And neither was she. Exactly. But we also was in a more diverse family setting. Like we went to school with our cousins. Yeah. yeah. We went to, yeah. you know, Zari didn't have that luxury. Right. You right. know, we she didn't have the luxury of people in her class looking like exactly. her. Right. right. And, and that's why representation is so important. So important. Right. But then it to the defense of some of the little kids, everybody's not taught that, you know, mm -hmm. to the defense of some of those little kids, they she, knew that her, she was different. She was just different. Yeah, she it wasn't was different. nothing that they were Ways yeah. to be prejudiced, or right, if right. they even knew what prejudice was at that time, you know, um, they were just curious. They were just curious right. because you are dark. Everything in here looks the same, but you, your color looks a little different. So, mm -hmm. but uh, and then that's why, and that's why, like I say, it's so important to start them off early mm -hmm. to learn to teach them because when she in in a setting like that, when you when you around, I don't care how. It is. I can at fifty five right now today. If I walked in a room full of Caucasian people, I'm the only dark person that walks in that room. Mm -hmm. All eyes is gonna definitely be on me. Do you not think that I'm not gonna feel some type of mm -hmm. some type of way? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Everybody has those feelings mm -hmm. I, because you know you just know that you're different, mm -hmm. not different in. I'm you're better than me or any in that sense. Uh, I just happened to walk in a room full of 
somebody that looks different than me. Mm-hmm. And so therefore it's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but at your age you can discern. Right. Like, you know, okay, I'm I might be the only black person in this conference. Right. But it is what it is. It I is know, what it you is. Know, I'm I know not I'm, intimidated. Right. By yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I've learned, you know, over time that it's okay to be different. Right. Okay. And I can celebrate right. myself right. and right. I can celebrate the differences. I love the Exactly. Yeah. And I said that and that's, that's the perfect mm-hmm. example from where she is coming from at that age. Zaria mm-hmm. was what? I mean, at that day, she's about six or seven at that time. Why should you still at 16 or why should I still at 55 still have those same concerns? Mm-hmm. No, you shouldn't. And, you and shouldn't see, have to still have those same. That, that's further lets you know. It's still going on. It's still mm-hmm. turning. Exactly. World still turning the same way. The same We've way. gotten better. Mm-hmm. Because yes. even even when she was seven, and she's only sixteen, right? And we're not talking about that long ago. When she right. was seven, it it wasn't even that acceptable for us to love our natural hair. That right. our natural hair just came about, right? You know, right. It, right. It, if it was that good and that important, then we wouldn't have to have laws exactly like the and Crown Act. Now that's that definitely got passed. to be for another a uh, whole nother uh, podcast <laughs> right, because right. that one really needs to be discussed. I'm <laughs> ready to talk about that one <laughs> right. because any two times that I get to my own, this is my own hair and you trying to tell me how to wear that. Mm-hmm. So you prefer okay. me to wear weave down my back. You from saying well, like this is, what, this is because that the American standard of beauty mm-hmm. is if you're lighter, if you're white, mm-hmm. if you are thin, mm-hmm. um, if you are, um, you, you have long, straight hair, Mm-mm. you know. But then that means you have to call it like it is. It's not the American standards. It's the white standards. It's not the American. Uh, half Americans don't give a hill of beans or a raw potatoes about how I feel right. or what I look like. Right. It's only one set of people. So you have to call it as it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's just systemic racism. Yeah, it's just, exactly. You know, I mean, because that's just the 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 perpetual. Uh, that's just you perpetuating racism, period. and it's going to continue, and it's going to continue. You know, uh, until until it's not until you know people step up and and try to change it. And that's I mean, just different. You know, and you got to want to do it. Right. You have to want to do it. It's not yeah. something that that's just going to happen. You have to want to do it, and it starts with you. And you know, it's not no half of the but Americans, not the American. The, the thing, yeah, but the thing about it is, is, is what's going to have to happen is you're not no longer going to accept that, okay, well, that's your standard, but that's not my, my standard. standard. Right. So until you start standing right. up for your own rights and your own self, then that's going to continue. But even if they change it. Mm-hmm. That's still not going to change the mindset, mindset. of the black people right. that still perpetuate colorism. Right. Because right. racism is different, different from, from colorism. colorism. Exactly. So you and uh, again, you ignorance have to is a bliss. You have to you change, just have your to change your mindset. And that's to change your life. Everybody. Everybody. Right. But until until that happens, <laughs> because everybody is gonna think like they wanna think and everybody's Period. gonna continue to do what they want to do, then we have to make sure that our children are prepared. Exactly. So, here are some tips to help, you know, I mean, and and this is for, for anybody because black people, as we know, black people are not the only people with black children. Oh, no. And, you know, it's foolish because my son came home not too long ago and said, uh, he was telling me a story and I posted it on um, Raising Cultures that 
Um, his friend was curious, wanted to know, oh, you said you was biracial. Well, if you're biracial, then um, you have, why do you have two black parents? Right. In his mind, in his, his third grade mind, he's like, um, you can't be biracial and have and two, black two black parents. parents. Right. Well, right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, right. in his mind, you yeah, know. Exactly. Um, and, but then he went home and said, Mom, my friend said he was biracial, but his parents, both his parents are black. And then the, the mama said, well, he can't be biracial. Right. And see, that's, but. But, but not you, thinking outside the box of it. So but, she, she just said what. Right. And so then he mind. came back to to confront my son and right. said, well, my mama said. Right. Right. But here's, this is why it's so important for for parents mm-hmm. to teach your ch- it's not just one family it's not just one way right well first of all if my son would have came and asked me that you know of course of course i'm in a transracial family situation mm-hmm. i probably would have been like no you know there's more than one way that you can have parents right. you don't you know whatever right. but even with that right you know he was offended like why can't I have two black parents? Why you know you right. have to prepare your children exactly, exactly because all the way around the board. That's right for people to come at them in ignorant ways, yes, or curious you got the, ways. I, I remember, or, these are seven to eight year olds, and if he's looking at him and he's saying he's saying that he's biracial, well, I I know that biracial. People have to have a white and a black or a Mexican and a black or whatever. It can't be the two, same. Two, yeah, two, two, so two. therefore you have two black. Parents, so in my little mind, you can't be right. You can't. That, that's just the way but it is. It, but I, I but, understand the seven-year-old. What I'm saying is the parent, right? And then when he goes <laughs> to the parent, and the parent says, um, and which, which she told him right, and maybe not thinking that he was going to go back to school or whatever. Which she told him right. Well, if if he has two black parents, he can't be biracial right. without. Really think really about t- it, no, and, and still without explaining. Mm-hmm. You know, she she could have explained it well. No, son, he can't have two black parents and that that could be the right. You know, that could right. be his uh, uh, um biological. biological parents, but you know this that this and the other. This is how he can be right. Yeah. But for her to just simply leave it like open, right? Mm-hmm. So of course he was gonna go back and tell Ada, no, my mama said it. because now this is an adult she knows, mm-hmm. so she said it, and that's just the way it is. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. We, we have to teach them, and we do. It's yeah. important. Yeah, it's important. So you know, of course, like I said, the tips that I have is a for you to inform yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, know know the difference between. You know, colorism, racism, know the difference between these things. So when when you have to talk to your children about these, and it will come a time Mm -hmm. where you will have to talk to your children about it, at least be informed so that you can give them the best answer that you have. So that when they go out, you know, they're at least more prepared. Exactly. For what they might get back or what, you know, or whatever. Um, The second thing to tip is representation matters. You know, of course, for your dark-skinned child, you know, you want to make sure that they're around or that they see other darker-complected people mm-hmm. just like them. 
that can that's made it. Yeah. Right. That I they agree. see, okay, a, a great role model, a positive right. role right, model. Right, right. You know, I want to see exactly. uh, Michelle Obama. Mm-hmm. Right. Because right. she's a darker complexion. Exactly. You exactly. know, she uh, can do this. It, I know I can. Exactly. exactly. Because they're going to expect your family to give you all the, oh, you just you this and right. you that. Don't you worry about this, this, this. Mm-hmm. But coming from somebody else, then right. I can, you know, then right. it makes it a like whole lot better. And her children's She's book, right. you know, right? You know, you want you want them to 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 be seen, mm-hmm. you know. Um, be very. The third thing I can say is make sure that you have your children in a diverse setting. Mm-hmm. You know, that was my issue that I did not have my daughter right. in a diverse setting, and you know, of course, circumstances don't always make room mm-hmm. for right. you to. Be, be able, able to, to do, do that. that, right? But you know, if you can find a way, if they if they don't go to a diverse school, well, then putting them in an after school program, right? Is diverse. Mm-hmm. right. Or if if going to just a, going a to the diverse park, church, just going, you know, just you can you, you can find you can a way. find a way to exactly. to for for it to be inclusion, right? You know, right? Uh, so that so that they can be around, not just one race of people, right? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like they, you know, it's 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 beautiful for us to be able to celebrate and you know um uh, each other i think that as far as colorism is concerned you know i think that we have to you know the fourth thing i would say is make sure that we're mindful of not making it a competition oh yeah you know what i'm saying i hear so much up uh, his red self oh he high yellow or she she just a red bone mm-hmm. and, oh i or oh you know oh you chocolate oh you know we like you know all of these things and it makes it about competition right you know or instead of doing that we have to just celebrate that we're all different shades and right. that's okay you right. pretty she's pretty he's nice looking she's right you know. because if God made us all the same we'd be First of all, boring to look at that's boring right? <laughs> it'd be boring to look at he made fifty shades of all kinds of, all kinds of, <laughs> and, and not just gray, not yeah, fifty shades of gray, just, gray. just fifty shades of all kinds, all of kinds of. <laughs> um, and so you know, and you know, of course, the the last and final thing that I think um, that I can leave with someone, as far as you know, colorism is concerned, just like we love to preach and say that racism is taught, so is colorism. Yeah. So if you want it to end, you have to start with yourself. Yes. Start within your own families and then spread the message outward. So starting inward, spreading it outward. Yes. You know, um, of course, we we don't want to be foolish and not think that it's not going to exist somewhere. So we have to make sure that we are prepared. We are prepared and we're preparing Preparing. our children, but we're not. We're not giving them the information that they should expect it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, don't expect to be hated on because you're dark skinned. Right. But what I'm trying right. to tell you is to love your dark skin. Love your you know, dark skin. Love yourself, you know. Um, and you know, I just I just want everybody to to just be appreciative. Mm-hmm. Just love love who you are appreciate yourself love yourself yes um, it's important it's important yes. because if you don't love yourself then ain't nobody else gonna that's love. right that's right and you know that's it that's all i got all right that is all i have um we do have the the winner of our giveaway okay all right and I don't know if I'm going to say her name wrong or right. I will say it. I will attempt to say it and then I will spell it. 
Um, so the winner of our giveaway that we'll be getting a Raising Cultures Kitchen Table Chronicles yes. gift bag <laughs> whoop, 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 is drum roll Jaquia Scott. Woo! <laughs> Thank you, Mommy Whitney, for that. that uh, I don't know what kind of drum roll that was, but it worked. <laughs> um, and that's J A Q I A S C O T T. Jaquia or Jaquia Scott, you are our winner. Yes. So please email us at raisingcultures at gmail.com. And we will inbox you on Facebook and let you know that you've won. So congratulations, girl. Yes, and just continue to listen to the podcast. Honey. And share, share, share. Share, share, share. So without further ado, thank you, Mikey, for joining us on our podcast today and your yes, input. And if all hearts and minds are clear, mom, take us out. Yes, yes. And Proverbs 50. 15 and 14 is very befitting for this um, subject tonight. And we'll leave you with this. The heart of him who has understanding seeks knowledge, but the mouth of fools feeds on foolishness. Amen. Amen. Peace. Peace.